everybody. Welcome to the Talking Disney Podcast. This is the show where we are taking a look at the Disney canon and we let the random number generator tell us what we are going to be talking about. And today is episode 59. We're almost done. Only one episode left. We're finished reviewing all of the classic films, which is amazing. It is amazing. Where did time go, Rachel? (laughs) And to mark this special, if you're noticing it maybe sounds a little different, we are together. In person. Yes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> For this uh, momentous occasion of the podcast. And uh, we're talking about Peter Pan today. Yeah. The this random so number exciting. generator. I mean, it's actually how it works. That, yeah. Peter Pan is our last one that we, that we get to, you know, or the number generator gets to pick. Yeah. <laughs> and this was from 1953. And I think it's going to be a really interesting one. To talk about this is the 14th Disney, oh, Walt Disney Animated Studios film, and I think it's something you just want to talk about because uh, it's it's one of those ones that's such an important part of the Disney brand and Disney name, and yet does it hold up? So that's going to be interesting to discuss. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so this film was released in 1953. And we always sort of start out talking about our first memories of this film. Uh, do you remember when you first watched it? So I don't remember. And I was trying to look up, uh, you know, because back in the day, Disney used to re-release their animated films about every seven years. Mm-hmm. And so I would have seen either the probably the third or fourth re-release of it. And I just don't necessarily remember when. However, yeah. we had... Um, the soundtrack and we also had uh, picture books children's books that were disney made yeah. you know that were from so they had their art you know their art and and and, and stylistic mm-hmm. uh, uh, approach and i just remember that book i i just it was one of my all-time favorites the, the disney the disney peter pan picture book i mm-hmm. loved it i think it was made um in in conjunction with with golden books but it was it was bigger the one we had was was a big, oh, uh, was a yeah. bigger book, but it was still published by Golden. Mm-hmm. I think I think I've seen either you know replicas that have come out since then, or I've definitely seen some of the art anyway. I love 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 it. I mean, don't get me started about Disneyland. We can talk about that in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't remember watching this one that much growing up. I mean, I certainly had seen it, but I I I, I was always sort of more into the princess movies princess stories cinderella and sleeping beauty especially and then once little mermaid came along then that won over my heart (laughs) Um, but uh but i certainly since you mentioned disneyland i remember i remember peter pan's flight uh and going to the the uh right that was a was that an original same day original opening day attraction yeah yeah Yeah, i mean and it's still, we had talked about it before, but it is, is one of the most popular rides yeah. in, to this day. Yeah, definitely. Like the one with consistently longest line. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and it's such a short ride. It's such a small ride, but it's still, I, yeah, it just packs well off. I, I, I love it so much. I think that's where really my love of Disneyland really got solidified because I felt I think particularly because of the way that the ride system works on Peter Pan, how the track is, you know, is above you. So you, there's this real sense yeah, of flight, uh, which is unusual, you know, with, with, I think with many rides, particularly the, the dark rides, um, 
it it just felt like it was in the movie and i love that feeling so mm-hmm. much yeah now is the is the peter pence flight is it the same in disney world versus disneyland you know, it's it's very similar mm. uh some stylistic changes but it's basically the same thing you know you get in the pirate ship the tracks overhead you fly uh-huh. through the darling's bedroom uh and whatnot one thing that they have differently at disney world you know Disney World has the gift of space that Disneyland doesn't have. So they have added, added an extended queue, which I've never been. Mm-hmm. I've, I've just seen pictures of it. That has, mm-hmm. you, you actually go through the Darling's bedroom. You walk through it. And they've got a shadow effects and Tinkerbell. Like, just, mm-hmm. you see just her um, trail of, of pixie dust, you know, as she flies around the room. And yeah. there's different things you can interact with. You know, I hear it's super fun. I've only, the last couple times I've been to Disney World, I've had a fast pass at Peter Pan, which they do, you know, they did. Uh, they don't, they've never been offered that know, at Disneyland. Is, is Peter Pan, is that one of the fancy rides? They pay for extra rides? I don't know if they're doing that with that new genie system yeah. because I think they probably could given it its popularity, but I just don't know if they're going to offer you mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Yeah, they probably should. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I the last two times I went to Disneyland, I did not go on Peter Pan's flight. It just didn't feel worth it to me. It's like an hour, you know, forty five minutes to an hour, mm-hmm. and you're just in that little teeny cramped line. And yeah, it's it's it is what it is. But <laughs> right, <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, but it's definitely iconic, and I I love me a dark ride, and so yeah, I yeah. I think those are my favorites. Oh, for sure. And it's my it's my favorite ride. There. Yeah, I well, like, well, my favorite is the haunted mansion, but uh, but I uh, but I you know I love I love the dark rides. They're yeah. really fun. Uh, but yes, this movie I think the biggest strength to it is just how beautiful it is. Mm-hmm. The animation is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, just you know Disney animation at its peak, mm-hmm. really there in the fifties and uh, at least of that time period. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it is. It's just so beautiful. I know I've it resonated with me as a kid just because I did the adventure, mm-hmm. you know. I just uh, it's so cool. You gotta, they gotta go hang out with pirates and the lost boys and mm-hmm. you know, Skull Rock and mermaids are there and all this stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, it does have a lot of a spirit of adventure about mm-hmm. it, uh, that I think is really fun. And I, I actually really enjoy the music. I think it's I really too. good. The songs mm-hmm. that I could watch that sequence where they're flying to Neverland, you know, from mm-hmm. London to Neverland, just over and over and over. There's nothing that makes you feel better. That, yeah. That's another one of the things I remember love actually that I love about the queue at Disney, the Disneyland ride is they play that movie music in the queue. Oh yeah. And, and that just always, you know, happy triggers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I, I, it was interesting. The first time I saw the, uh, the play, well, the musical, the one for uh, that was for um, Mary Martin, that I, I was disappointed because I'm like, these aren't the same songs. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But I really, I, because I really like. I think they're. I think it's much better than the musical on Broadway. I love the songs in this. Yeah, I do too. Second star to the right oh, yeah. is probably my is my probably my favorite, and I think it's it it has definitely a feeling of uh, when you wish upon a star. Mm-hmm. I think they're very similar. Yeah, but 
it this was originally they had thought about doing Peter Pan uh, for when they were thinking about Snow White. Yeah, Walt Disney had it in his mind for many years, right mm-hmm. before they actually got before I really decided yeah. to go for it. Yeah, and then it got uh, picked up by the um, after the 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 war. And then they, uh, but they, they cut, cut everything down except for three projects, Cinderella, Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan. Uh, so those were in developments and he greenlit Cinderella first and then, and then brought back Peter Pan. And I, I think that, uh, there's definitely a sense of sort of magic and hope about the story that you could imagine that in the fifties would have been very appealing. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, it starts out, uh, with the, uh, with Wendy getting kicked out of the nursery and we have, uh, her mean old dad, Mr. Darling. (laughs) Just the, just it had it. Yes. Yeah. And I think we we can all relate. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when he's tripping over all the toys. And all the toys and, <laughs> you know, and his, his cufflinks were used as the buried treasure. You know? Yes. <laughs> the boys are playing pirates. And <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how old Wendy is supposed to be in this movie? You know, I, I, I don't. I've always assumed that she was around 12. Mm. But, I, but honestly, that's just... Making that up in my mind, I, I have no idea what <laughs> that makes sense. What and they thought, you know, what what that would make sense of why she needs to leave the nursery, right? If she's this, twelve, this like kind of right at that age where, where mm-hmm. yeah, she's not a child, but she's yeah. I mean, we, today we call it a tween, right? Right, yeah. But but uh, and she's voiced by Catherine Beaumont, who was also the voice of of Alice, Alice in Wonderland, yeah. yeah. And I love her voice. I think oh, she is isn't so she great. Great. Yeah, and she's perfect. Especially when she does your mother. Uh, your mother and mine. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's such a, she has such a beautiful timbre mm-hmm. to her voice. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. And I love, and I know this is in the original play, but I really love Nanny the dog. Oh. Nana the dog. Nana the dog. <laughs> so cute. It's just the most adorable. <laughs> and they do such a nice job animating Nana, I think, too. Mm-hmm. I just love. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Sorry. Um, Yeah, and uh, I so I really like that. I also like the personalities they gave the two boys. I I think they're really cute. And and what I was reading is that they were going to get rid of John Darling, but uh, because he was seen as too serious. But I kind of like that. I think it's cute. I do too. Yeah, and I like how. You know, he, he's got the top hat and the umbrella that he takes with him to Neverland. You know, he's just, he's just this proper British gentleman, you know, yeah. in, in, in growing, growing mm-hmm. up. And so we have this whole se- sequence with, uh, that's in the play, the original play with Wendy having Peter's shadow. And uh, I think that that is a, a really fun part. I almost like this, be- this opening better than some of the the other once they get to Neverland parts. Yeah. I, I just really, it's such a, a sweet, whimsical whole se- section and and uh, the idea of her wanting to put the 
they they're putting on the um he's putting on the shadow with his with soap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh and so she sews it on, uh the shadow. And uh, we have the introduction to, to Tinkerbell. And I would say that's one of the biggest things to come out of this movie for the Disney studios is, is Tinkerbell. I mean, she's one of the most iconic yeah, characters. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, how Disney chose to use her as they introduced the TV show and stuff, you know, in the 50s yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And what's also what's kind of interesting is that you know her character in the movie, she's just mostly driven by jealousy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which isn't necessarily the most flattering yeah. thing, but she's still. I, I agree with you. She's such a great character. Yeah, yeah, in the play, she is poisoned. She dies in the play. So they did, and evidently they were going to do that at first, but then they decided. To not do not that. Not do it. Which is pretty smart. Which was a good call. <laughs> but she does betray pretty bad and she tries to kill Wendy. Exactly. So, yeah, she's not this, like, I don't know, sweet character no, like you get in the series. She's not. Yeah, she's very different than, <laughs> than what they made her up to in, this, in these fairy movies that mm-hmm. we've been watching for our, our uh, you know. Disney rankings. Disney rankings. Yeah. Because I don't think I ever would have watched them rather, you know, if it weren't for the rankings. So. Yeah. I wrote down Tinkerbell is an angry tink. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but... But yeah, she the 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 arc that goes over the the castle in the Disney logo is put on yeah by Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's she's up there with Mickey and Minnie, I think. Is oh yeah, one absolutely. of the iconic absolutely. characters. She's very she's a very iconic character. Mm. And then we have uh, the uh, the the treatment of Peter. Uh, I mean, the the then we have the treatment of Wendy by Peter. And, you know, she, he says, girls talk too much. Get on with it, girl. And we do have a repeated theme in this movie of everyone hates Wendy. Why, why does everyone hate Wendy? <laughs> She's so sweet and kind and, and everybody wants to kill her or <laughs> tell her to you, shut up. You bring up a very good point, Rachel. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Peter you know, so many ways is not, I mean, he ends up being heroic, but I think the way he treats Wendy is kind of abysmal. Yeah. He's, and, and, uh, he tells her to shut up and, and then, uh, or to, to, she talks too much. And then the mermaids try oh, to kill her the mermaid, and the yeah. lost boys try to and kill her. He doesn't really intervene. He thinks it's funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, and then other times, you know, he, she's like kind of a full on, partner but then as we know near the end too peter gets so mad he just lets it go i mean i guess emotions are real in this in this movie <laughs> right <laughs> everyone's got pretty yeah. strong emotions i think when they do the the david lowry peter pan that they have planned i'm assuming that they will treat that a little bit differently <laughs> yeah that'll be interesting to see how that how that goes i'm sure they're going to be making a lot of changes mm-hmm. for sure uh, so then we have the "You Can Fly" song, which is, as we which said, delightful. Absolutely, just it's just pure delight. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. 
And then we first go to the pirate ship when we get to Neverland. And uh, then uh, we get a pirate's life for me, which is so much fun. I, I love, uh, I think that the kind of slapstick comedy between Captain Hook and Mr. Schmee mm-hmm. is really fun. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think Captain Hook is such a good villain in that he's menacing, yet also kind of bumbling at the same time. And then, of course, he's so hot tempered. Um, I don't know. I think he's, I think he's just one of the great, one of the great Disney villains for sure. Yeah. And they use the slapstick humor, I think, probably as good. In this movie, mm-hmm. as in any Disney in any, movie, is, I agree. Yeah, I mean, it works. the whole thing with him and the crocodile oh, is hilarious. It's hilarious, the, and you know the the quote unquote physical comedy because we know it's all animated, but just the way that they animate it, how Captain Hook interacts with the alligator, you know, with or with the crocodile, is mm-hmm. so funny. Yeah, so clever. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. that whole scene in the cave. Yeah, yeah where it's literally <laughs> like a. Uh, He's literally kind of riding. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Hans Conride is the name of the voice actor. And he, so he crushed it. He is so good as Captain. Yeah, he also voices Mr. Darling, which is kind of a classic. I think, yeah. Thing with, with Peter Pan. I think of that. Yeah. Mary Martin play does that. And, you know, or, mm-hmm. yeah, but, yeah. In the original play, I think yeah. that's the case. And yeah, he's, he crushes it. he's so good. And, uh, and I think that this song is really fun. I mean, it's the first, uh, it's the first thing. I mean, aside from this, this song and Yoho Pirates Life for me are the two, when you think of pirates, that's the first things you think of. So it's, it's true. iconic. And when, he, when Smee shaves the bird, I die. Oh, it is hilarious. I love that. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah, that's such it's, it's comedy gold right there. <laughs> Also, it gets it gets pretty dark. Like he when he shoots that guy, oh, <laughs> shooting a yeah, man. That's the thing where you know <laughs> it's like kind of ha ha, but then like Captain Hook is business. Yeah, you know, he's and, he is a bad. Smee dude. says shooting a man in the middle of his cadenza, <laughs> not good form. <laughs> good form. <laughs> yeah, that was a great line. And uh, yeah, and then Smee, I never shaved him this close before. And he's like, that is so funny. Uh, I love that whole scene. I love Mr. Smee. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, just great. Uh, in a way, I thought that, uh, you know, just how you know, stuff, stuff just kind of comes and goes sometimes when you're watching these movies. Mr. Smee reminded me a lot of what they tried to do with LeFou and Beauty and the Beast. Um, yeah, I thought LeFou overall was pretty funny, even though he, he gets mm-hmm. abused, you know, horribly right. abused. It's a horrible relationship, but <laughs> it's funny. You know, for me, the physical comedy works. Yeah, no, I agree. That's a good comparison. I can see that. And, <laughs> and then you have the, uh, the, um, the, this is when the Lost Boys, uh, Tink tells the Lost Boys to shoot the Wendy Bird down. <laughs> oh, <Wendy. laughs> oh my goodness. And uh, then we get, uh, that's when Tink gets banished. So she's very upset. So she's ticked, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we get the Following the Leader song, yeah. which I had forgotten was in this. It's, 
and that's a fun sequence. Yeah, it is. Fun animation. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun. And, then, and a fun song. Yeah. I like yes. that. I like that a lot. Me too. Um, and then we, we pretty much everything involving the Indians is modern day crazy. It's so politically incorrect. <laughs> so- you know, I mean, it's one of those, it's, it gets a, a warning on Disney Plus, you know, before, mm-hmm. uh, as it should. Right. As it should, because it's, 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 uh, not. Like I think even then it was there were people that were like, uh. um, but uh, but yeah, it definitely does not hold up now. You know what made the red man red, and and uh, you know them talking about how the Indians aren't intelligent, um, all of that is super cringe. Yeah, yeah, I, it's it's uh, it's it's problematic for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, definitely. I think you bring up a good point. You know, you wonder how it really was viewed by by most people of the time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it was, if it, even if then in the fifties, it was pushing it on taste. You know, but yeah, um, I mean, I guess in fairness, it they're not they're not Native Americans here. They're they're Native Americans to Neverland. Yeah, <laughs> so they're. Uh, so they're not specifically, I guess, mocking a particular, you know, kind of thing. Right. But it certainly is just something you would never, for good reason, you would never see today. Um, and, you know, now they, they make such an effort, even in a fantasy world like with Encanto or with Moana, that um, they have these cultural trusts. And right. uh, like that's one thing in animation is film that the director talked about, the Colombian cultural trust for Encanto. And how that was such a uh, you know a reservoir of of knowledge and, and helpfulness for them, and I think that makes the the, the makes the films better uh, that they have. And it'll, again, it'll be interesting to see what they do with this David Lowry uh, version. Yeah. If the if the Indians are just just skipped or they're, mm-hmm. they do some other kind of indigenous people to Neverland, you know, yeah. or something, yeah. Because the last Peter Pan that we got, I mean, we had that Wendy one, but that was different. Uh, that was modern. Um, but the last one was that um, Pan. Oh, yeah. Joe Wright. Yeah. And I know that that, I mean, that movie wasn't a good movie, but they, it got a lot of flack for the fact that they had Rooney Mara as Tiger Lily. And one of the things they said was that we're talking about native, we're talking about natives in Netherland, not here, but. Nevertheless, why not take the opportunity to cast somebody from cast somebody of color when you have the chance? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that whole thing. Honestly, I would probably just if I wasn't watching for the podcast, I would just skip over those song that song, the Red Matt song. Yeah. Because uh, I don't like it. Um, and then uh, we have uh, the mermaid scene, which is also another kind of cringy scene. About. Well, the Mean Girls, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, Mean Girls on a rock is what it is. I mean, they're horrible. Yeah, they want to kill her. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, and Peter's just laughing, and uh, then we get uh, Peter mimicking Captain Hook, and this is a codfish, a codfish on a hook, and uh, and the the whole like we said, the whole slapstick s- sequence in the cave is so funny. And so well done uh, that it's one of the highlights for and, me. And that uh, fight that 
hook and pan, you know, like the sword fight that they have in there too is, mm-hmm. is, is, is I think exciting. Yeah. As well. Oh yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And I guess, uh, Frank Thomas and Wolfgang Reitherman were the people who directed, uh, animated Captain Hook. So they're they're not the nine old men for nothing. Exactly. (laughs) Mark Davis, he said about the Indians said that I'm not sure we would have done the Indians if we were making this movie now. And if we had, we wouldn't do them the way we did back then. There you go. (laughs) Um, So then there's this whole scene with hook uh, kind of trying to charm Tinkerbell. Which is also classic. I yeah. love how they animated Captain playing the piano with both his, you know, his mm-hmm. fully functional hand and then with his hook. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic, you know? And he promises not to lay a finger or oh, a hook on Peter Pan. That's right. Which he upholds, yes. but, you know, a it's bomb. Captain Hook. <laughs> He's sneaky. Yeah. And uh, then we have, this is uh, when we get Your Mother and Mine. And again, beautiful, beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. Beautifully animated. It just And, you know, it's just one of those quiet scenes. The pacing is so great in this movie, I think. And so, you know, just, it's just kind of a quiet scene. Yet, also, it's setting up that Hook Hook is getting ready to drop the bomb. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know. Yeah. yeah, and so there's that kind of underlying in the background going on yeah. which is good and then we get the song is called the elegant captain hook but it's the when they he has the the whole lost boys all there and they can sign up or they have to walk the yeah plank. they have a, yeah, yeah they're choice their choices are mm-hmm. not great you either get to become a pirate or you get to walk the plank yeah <laughs> so what sign, are you gonna do join up with captain hook yeah. <laughs> I like that song. Famous crook. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I liked when they're all about to, and Wendy's like, honestly, you know, Captain Hook is most insistent, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, they're very proper. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. Uh, and uh, then we have Tinkerbell saving the day. This is her redemption. Yeah, because she finds out that about the bomb. Yeah, that's where she goes and, and saves she, the day. She saves, yeah, she saves Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. And this is where they, I think, play. I guess, pay a bit of an homage to the play, right? Because you wonder if she's dead. You don't know. Right. You don't know, but mm-hmm. she's she's definitely knocked out. Yeah. When you <laughs> see the play, they they have Tink is is like a laser, a light, yeah, a light. light, and then yeah. Don't you applaud or something, and then it helps mm-hmm. bring her back to life or something. Oh like yeah, that. that's remember. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so then we have uh, them walking the plank, and there's no splash. Yeah, Wendy. No splash. Wendy takes the the first the first one. <laughs> She's the principled one. <laughs> <laughs> and Hook says that he's not no mere boy; he's a flying devil, and he calls Pan a coward. Then. Uh, and uh, so then they agree to fight man to man. And uh, that's when uh, he ends up pinning Hook down. He says, I'll go away forever. I'll do anything you say. Say you're a codfish. I'm a codfish. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, in the end, he ends up uh, running off with the crocodile. Smee! Smee! Yeah. yeah, that's how it ends up. It is just, just mm-hmm. so great. 
Yeah, and then we get the You Can Fly reprise. and Which is just one of the most, I think, magical yeah. moments. In the and I think they do a pretty cool job recreating that in the in the ride, mm-hmm. too. You know, where you got that, those fun lighting effects where the ship mm-hmm. turns golden and then and, and flies, you know? Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's getting covered with pixie dust. But, uh, yeah. Well, and when they see, Wendy says, I'm ready to grow up. And then they see the the ship in the sky. Her parents come yeah, home and they, yeah, the they're the all sky. looking at which and I, and that I think is so beautifully done. The way that they draw that ship yeah. out of clouds. That's Mary Blair, right? I think I believe that. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, it just it looks amazing on the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. And that's when we get second star to the right. So good. Yeah. So I I this one I have to say. I do feel like because of the problematic elements that if, if people were asked what, what's a Disney film you think is a little overrated, then I would say this one is one of the ones I would say, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy it. I can still like it. Um, but I had it, my last ranking. I had it at 36. Uh, I had Hercules at 35 and princess and the frog at 37. And we're going to be doing, a, once we f- once we finish with Encanto, we are going to be doing another ranking where, another episode where we're going to each have our own rankings and then we're going to do a combined ranking. Yeah. So it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> but I know you have this much higher than I do. Yeah, I have a number four. I mean, it's just one of my, mm-hmm. it's one of my favorites. And, and I, I, I get it. And I think also the older, the older I get and you know, rewatching it, the the um, Indian stuff is very cringeworthy. Yeah, it's hard to watch. Mm-hmm. But um, still, though, this was the movie of my childhood. Yeah, and and uh, I I absolutely adore it. So yeah, I have it number four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all have those special Disney. I mean, for me, definitely Little Mermaid. Yeah, is mine. exactly. It's yeah. kind of like My Little Mermaid in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. So there we go. We have some comments yay on twitter we have uh tisha aim she says i love this disney film as a kid i made an audio recording of the film and would listen to it as oh, i went to sleep i love that that's so cute that's what i needed to try i say that I can't sleep. <laughs> let's yeah. that soundtrack yeah uh, Jacob Martin says, one of my personal favorites as a kid was blown away by the world building and imagination of the movie and as an adult I relate to the themes of growing up and childhood innocence greatly. Aside from certain aspects, which haven't aged well, it's still one of my favorites. And then Matthew decline. He says, most definitely a fun and creative film that I've come to enjoy more as an adult. Also, how could you not like the goofiness of the villains, especially Smee or even hook himself or even the characters like Wendy and her brothers. I also liked the 2002 sequel. And the, that sequel, Return to Neverland, is one of the better. You know, yeah. it's, it's not it's that one bad. one of the better of the cheap pulls. Yeah. Cheap pulls. Uh, I still hate it. But, but, uh, <laughs> no, but I, but, I, yeah. but, but I hear you. Yeah. It actually got a theatrical release. Like, it's it more of a, yeah, it wasn't they, a direct-to-DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was one of the later ones that they did. So... Maybe that made a difference. Uh, our friend Ryan, he gives it a 10, <laughs> 10 out of 10. Uh, then Nostalgia Cast says, it's Disney, so of course they sidestepped sadder, more emotional underpinnings of Barry's play, which was subtitled The Boy Who Wouldn't Grow Up. 
but we do get a roguish, rollicking adventure instead, rightly regarded by many as the definitive adaptation of the story. And I do agree with that. Yeah, I think it's the one I always mm-hmm. do think of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I do like the 2003 version. It has um Jason Isaacs. I get them confused sometimes. Uh, Jason Isaacs as Hook. Okay. Yeah. And that one's pretty good. That one's a good version. I'm not a huge fan of the Spielberg. I'm not book. a huge I don't I don't really yeah. care for that film. No. And I know that a lot of people that was very like people that are like a little bit younger than me, I yeah. feel like, is 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 the sweet spot for that movie. Yeah, I agree um, because they enjoyed it as a child. And, yeah. Yeah. And I think that there are some good parts about it, but the whole Peter Peter's grown up to be this businessman and uh, is not my favorite. And, uh, and the, um, uh, the whole thing with his kid and everything. Yeah, I just and don't. And, and the Tinkerbell is terrible. Julia I hate Roberts that. Roberts is Tinkerbell. It did not work. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I think the first, the one I think of is definitely the Disney one. No, but, uh, but I actually haven't ever seen the pan with the, um, with Hugh Jackman. I've heard it's so bad. I, I, I never saw it. did not care for that. Either. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was painful. Yeah. I mean, it's so weird that they included, uh, smells like team spirit. Like what? Bizarre. Yeah. Um, so there we go. That is what the listeners had to say. So our next episode, our final episode, as far as the canon will be in Kanto and uh, we will talk about that. That'll be our 60th episode and it will be a ton of fun. So let us know what you think. If you're listening, what you think of Peter Pan, do you think it's aged? Do you still love it? We'd love to hear your thoughts uh, in the comment section and uh, Stanford, where can people find you? On Twitter. I'm at Stanford Clark. I have a movie podcast and blog at moviespastandpresent.com. And I also hope you'll follow me on Instagram, which is at moviespap, as in past and present. Great. And you can make sure you're following us at Disney Talking on Twitter. We try to post on there every once in a while and have some fun. And uh, then also make sure you're following me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. And make sure you're following the Hallmarkies podcast as well. We have a ton of fun over there and we're covering all things Christmas right now. So take a look and check out the patron group. We sure appreciate that support. And we also have the merch store, which has hashtag animation junkie shirts. So uh, designs and we appreciate that support as well. So thanks so much, everybody. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.